6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So I want to cycle back around to our top story today. We've been talking about it throughout the afternoon. And it's uh, what happened at that news conference this morning with Jason Kenney, uh, the Premier Jason Kenney. Uh, the, the health minister and Dr. Dina Hinshaw. You'll remember that that news conference was supposed to happen yesterday at 3.30. Then it got pushed to 5 o'clock. Then it got cancelled because the prime minister uh, called, uh, called for a meeting with all the premiers. Trying to make sure that they were all on the same page when it comes to dealing with Omicron. And we were expecting, I think on a federal level, maybe more tougher a more tougher or stronger announcement than we saw today, or at least some people were. Some people were really worried about it, especially if you're traveling. Uh, on the federal level, they've just put in a, an advisory warning against international travel, an advisory warning against international travel. In Alberta, the province announcing it's slightly tweaking its rules around indoor gatherings. Um, the premier saying that, they ga- that those guidelines will apply to those 18 and older. Effective immediately, we are removing the two-household cohort maximum. This means that you can get together with up to 10 adults from more than two different households. This gathering limit now applies to all Albertans, regardless of their vaccination status, meaning that both vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals may have small indoor gatherings in homes. One of the things the Premier also announced today was um, that he was going to relax some of the indoor gathering rules, and it looks like this. Um, while the province is not increasing the number of people who can gather indoors, it still remains at a maximum of 10 adults. The limit to the number of households who can gather indoors has been removed. So if you have 10 people from four different households, uh, the Premier is saying that is fine now. And um, in addition, the indoor gathering rules now apply to Albertans regardless of their vaccination status. Now we know in other provinces across the country that they're tightening up some of the rules. In Quebec they're considering um, looking at uh, making some changes to the indoor gathering restrictions. Ontario making some announcements today. The COVID numbers in those two provinces going up quite dramatically over the past number of days. All right, that would be a bit of the difference right now. The premier was asked, the premier was asked why Alberta was easing some rules, why other provinces were t- tightening theirs. Provinces have limits of about uh, 20, 25 people. Uh, we have a limit on 10, 10 adults. Um, <clears throat> no other provinces have prohibited people from uh, uh, multiple households from socializing. I think with the exception of Quebec, where it's a three household limit, I believe. So this still keeps us with the most stringent uh, rules. And he said, he went on to say, you know, when it comes to the change for the unvaccinated, uh, he says, well, it's because many of the people who don't have the shot were just ignoring the rules anyway. All right. One other big thing that was announced today, and this had been pressed for for a long time, was rapid testing. Alberta's rapid testing program is expanding to allow all of you to have access to free rapid tests, plus boosters for 50-plus now open. Okay, Jason Tetro is the micro, is a microbiologist. He's the host of the Super Awesome Science Show, author of The Germ Code, The Germ Files. He's been guiding us through this, oh, my gosh, for two years now. Jason Two years. We're going into our third year. Hard to believe. Yeah. I, I know. And 
the fact is that this isn't the same pandemic. I think everybody's appreciated that now. We had one pandemic that came out of China back in January of 2020, and then Delta started a totally different concept in pandemics. So this is really our second. And I do have to applaud people because most of the time people can take maybe 12 to 15 months, and usually most pandemics last 18. So the fact that we've been going on now close to 24 months is admirable that people, you know, are still actually doing it. And, and I go to places, I still see people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my booster shot today. It was really polite, cordial. It was wonderful. Um, when we take a look at what was announced by the province today, kind of relaxing those numbers as far as the number of uh, families or people from different households that can uh, gather indoors, your thoughts? Yeah, well, one of the things that we've talked about is if you're not going to be talking about vaccinations, you have to talk about the ABCs, protecting your airways, yeah. sticking to your bubbles, knowing who your contacts are, right? Well, what Kenny has done in this particular case is essentially said, well, instead of focusing on your bubble, we want you to focus on your contacts. And if you know who you're gathered with, regardless of where they may have come from, if one of them does happen to come down with COVID, then they should be notifying everybody else. And then we go back to the whole concept of trace, right? Add in the fact that we're going to be able to do um, every 72 hours a, a rapid test. And it's kind of justified from his perspective. From mine, bubble trumps uh, the, the, the contacts, which is why B comes before C. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the expansion of that rapid testing program. I mean, this has been uh, asked for for quite some time. Uh, this is going to allow all Albertans to have access to free rapid tests. Uh, test kits of five individual tests will be available starting uh, on Friday, actually. Yep. So um, this is going to be another tool in the toolbox. How do we use these? Well, basically, it comes down to the fact that you're going to get a kit. It's going to give you a few pieces, um, and one is going to be a swab. You're going to be able to follow the protocol to basically take a swab, and then you're going to have a, um, a, a solution. And what that solution is going to do is it's going to help to migrate the liquid up a stick. And then if there happens to be any virus in that particular stick, then you're going to get a, uh, essentially a little band or a line that says you are positive. Sounds like a pregnancy test, doesn't say, it? It sounds like a pregnancy test. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. For everyone who's listening, when you have a positive pregnancy result, what is the first thing that you do? You make an appointment and you go see a doctor. And you know what you're supposed to do now? You're supposed to isolate and do nothing for 10 days. That is the problem of having a rapid test, Mm. is the fact that what you're doing is you're effectively putting yourself into an isolation. We need to have within that algorithm the fact that if you come up with a positive, you make a call directly to AHS, you set up a PCR appointment, you then call all of your contacts to basically Mm -hmm. say, hey guys, uh, or gals, or whatever you may want to call yourself, we might have a problem. Yeah, and and that's the important thing, right? I mean, these tests can be, you can get a positive when you're not positive, you can get a negative when you're not negative. If you do get that positive, it's important to make that uh, appointment to get uh, a, a PCR test, right, yeah. um, from the province. So do that, make sure you let your, uh, your, your contacts know. Every 72 hours, Jason? Yeah, so you're going to be able to do it um, two times a week. 
so approximately every 72 hours, give or take. Um, and the reason for that is we know that the sort of incubation period to be able to detect antigen, which is what the test detects, is about 72 hours. So in that light, if you're taking a test every three days and you're coming up negative, then most likely you're not producing enough virus, even if you have been exposed, to be able to infect somebody else. And so that's one of the reasons why that 72 hours is important. All right. Uh, good to know that. And now, and one other thing, too, is like I, I've had one COVID test over the two years. I haven't, you know, there, I haven't had any scares, anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I've been actually quite scared because I've heard of, you know, the, the, ones, the, the, the ones that go like way back up your nose. These aren't those, are they? No, they're not. Primarily because there's a certain way that you actually do that. I mean, I've developed diagnostic tests. Yeah. And the one that we've always hated to do is the nasopharyngeal because you have to be trained for that. Yes. And you have to be trained to be able to deal with the fact that you're giving people pain. Yeah. Now, I know that there are some people out there in the healthcare society who may necessarily enjoy that. <laughs> but I'm not going to name them. But what I would suggest, though, is the fact that whether it just be up your nose or just at the back of your throat, just follow what the actual, yeah. um, it, it says on the sheet of paper. Um, don't be an Ikea uh, hero, okay? Yeah. Just follow what it says, yeah, yeah. and then you can um, basically be confident that at least you've done your part. And yeah, if it does come up positive, do make yeah. that call to AHS, please. Yeah, it pretty much just seems like a little swab, almost like a little Q-tip inside your nostril and off you go. That's what I remembered from a test uh, that I had to have done about a month ago to go into Global Edmonton for a photo shoot. Uh, and it was very cool to watch it all unfold. Anyway, great news, um, you know, on the rapid testing expansion. Jason, always appreciate your time. Thanks for this. Ain't no problem. Yeah, you betcha. Jason Tetro, uh, just uh, some reaction on the news today. Jason, of course, the host of the Super Awesome science show he's a microbiologist the rapid testing program you're going to be able to get that test kit that has five individual tests at select alberta health services sites and pharmacies select pharmacies starting on december 17th if you're 50 and older six months have passed since your second dose you can book your booster shot easy to do i did it uh earlier today as soon as i was able to so those are a couple of the big things that came out of that news conference earlier today